Dear Sangha, today is the 22nd of January 2013. We are in New Hamlet at the Full Moon Meditation Hall from Village during our winter retreat 2012-2013. In this winter retreat, we have practice we have practice that not not speak not think when we walk why we walk we don't speak we don't even think stop the thinking maybe you think that it's difficult to do that not talking maybe it's better but not thinking is not easy. But if you know the way, it's very easy. You know that the thinking will carry you away. And will carry you to the past, what happened in the past, what happened next, and then go too far. And so you try to be totally with the touching, the contact between your feet and the ground. And then you see things around that and you see deeper. And you don't need to run away. You are not discriminate against your thinking. But most of our thinking are wrong thinking. If we think deeply in one thing, that is not wrong thinking, but, but because our mind runs, and when we think that a little bit, think that the other, other little bit, and so all this thinking is superficial, is, uh, is not necessary, is this make you more dispersed. So if you walk in the present moment, you see things around you, close to you in the present moment and you see deeper and normally you say that is rain is okay so it's nothing interesting but you look deeper to the rain when you walk you say, oh, the rain is so wonderful for a little plant for the the water underground and um, to make a source and nourish the earth and so you more you think deeply about the rain, more you don't be carried away by that judgment, that other judgment. So you don't. And then you think of other superficially, you think of the other one superficially. So, and when you walk, if you want to stop the thinking, you have to Pay attention to what happened in the present moment and especially your feeling. You can pay attention to your feeling too. But the feeling up now, but not the feeling of the past or not the feeling in the future. And you remain in your feeling. And then you stay with the feeling and then you 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 will not be carried away by by other things and newly it is uh, it means that you 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 are you are deeply touched with that feeling 
men than other feeling. If you have to choose, you have so many feeling, but you choose the feeling what make you happier, more peace. So in your thinking, like uh, oh, my lungs today is very good, and my my heart beat normally, and my my legs walk properly, solidly. There are those who cannot walk. They sit on the wheelchair or they die already. And so you are in touch with your two legs walking miraculously. You have two solid, healthy legs and help you to make steps. So you don't need to think. You feel right away that the presence of your wonderful legs help you to be in touch with that wonderful planet. Life around you, and then you are in touch with what is happening around the sunshine and the rain or people around in this room. And then you have the feeling, healthy feeling, I am in this audience, so healthy. People come to search for something great, beautiful. And so you are happy already. You are not the only one who search for that beauty and that happiness and that practice to bring peace to you. But many people around you, so you are so happy in the present moment with the feeling. But if you feel that you are forbidden, forbidden to speak, you are forbidden to love, you are forbidden, and you still feel that you have suffocated. And so that is, that is, it means a wrong thinking. If you have to think in the way to bring you more happy, more happiness, then you have to be skillfully in touch with the present moment. Skillfully in touch with what is positive, wonderful, make you happy, and don't feel suffocated, suppressed, and miserable. So try to be in touch with what is wonderful in yourself, outside of yourself, around yourself. Can you be in touch with yourself? The, so, so the Mother Earth is not only under your feet, but um, Mother Earth is also in the air you are breathing in, because the Earth have the 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 globe of atmosphere which hold you in this Mother Earth. So the air is also Mother Earth, and you, Mother Earth is also in you. You are not in, you are not outside of Mother Earth. You are Mother Earth is in you. And you participate in the no birth, no death of Mother Earth. And you will never die. And then that insight helps you to be in touch with, oh, I manifest, I disappear, I did not manifest, I disappear. It's nothing to be fearful. I'm Mother Earth. And then you transcend the fear of death, of coming, of going. And so in Plum Village, we spend more time on meditation, on walking, than on sitting. So when we walk, we walk, we must walk relaxingly, solidly. 
And solidly is not to be carried away by the thinking of the past, what happened yesterday, a few minutes ago, and so on. So you are not pulled by the past. You are not pulled by the future. You are not sucked by your irritation or your sadness in the past. And you are not sucked by that thinking, that planning, that, that preparing for the future. The future will not dominate you. You have no fear, you have no anxiety, no worries for the future. And solidity is that. Solidity is that. Immobile. Bhagdam is immobile. Nothing can, can, can unshakable. Ah, this is a better word. Bhagdam is unshakable. Unshakable. Nobody can pull you in that direction and other direction and in the future and in the past or in that very important planification, planning, thinking. You are unshakable. Every step bring you to unshakable in the present moment. You are not pulled by your regret, by your sadness, by your worries. You have a lot of freedom. And you are not pulled by the, the, the fear of the past, the worries in the past, anxiety in the past. And then you are unshakable. You are the master of yourself in the present moment. You are in control of the present moment. But control relaxingly, not control in a rigid way. Solidity is one of the quality of your step. So every step, there is the the quality of unshakable, of solidity, A bodhisattva, a Buddha, must have that characteristic of solidity. And the second quality is freedom. Free of all this link of suffering, worry, anxiety. Free of all the... You are not victim, you are not slave of your worries, your anxiety, your fear, your past, your future. Yes, so you are really free from all your worries, your your anxiety. And so when you are free, you have a lot of space. And the space is a kind of liberty, is not the political liberty, but you are so free and so relaxed and so happy and there's a lot of space in you and then you have surely the relaxing and then when you have relaxed mind, relaxing mind, when you have a lot of happiness, freedom and then you are solid. So more you are solid, more you are free, more you are free, you are solid. You are not carried away by that or this or judgment or so on. 
So every step, if you can make like that, is a kind of healing. And and every step is a miracle because you see that in the present moment, you are walking on that wonderful planet. It's only that you are not walking in Julivon only, but you walk on the whole planet. And then there are those who walk. A lot of people are walking, but maybe no one can walk like you are walking now. And you have walked on your childhood, on your youth, but now you are still walking, but in the forgetfulness, walking. But so now you are walking like a sovereign, like like a, the king of your situation. You are the queen of your situation. Every step is solidity. Every step is freedom. Every step is you are in control of your situation. You have all the condition to be happy. You have good lungs, good heart, good legs, good body. And then you can walk 10 steps, 10 steps. 20 step and more you can train yourself to walk like that more you are advancing in Buddhist meditation Buddhist meditation is not only sitting so you are more solid more freedom and if you have these two quality on every step it means solidity and freedom so every step is you are stepping in nirvana Nirvana is not something theoretical, abstract, staying in other horizon, in other world. But every step you are in touch with Nirvana. If you have Nirvana, if you have freedom, you are already on Nirvana. Nirvana is explained by many vocabulary, many words. The first one is the stealing, stealing, calming, sometimes nirvana, the stealing, the peace, the calm, the tranquility. There is harmony, there is peace, there is pure purity, Purity, cooling, cool purity. There is no fire of fear, no fire of anger, no fires of pee and of craving, no fire of anger will burn, burn you. No, all these fires are extinct. So extinction, nirvana, mean literally mean extinction of all the affliction. The extinction of all the affliction. So you can leave nirvana, to be in touch with nirvana at every step you make. And so walking meditation is a practice very profound. Don't think that this is not so superficial like we thought. We think that sitting meditation is more serious, more profound, and walking is not serious, it's not correct. 
Nirvana. Is the truth. Nirvana is the truth. The truth he wrote in Vietnamese on the board Sư Thak. In Buddhism we learn that there is three Damasio about the truth. The first Damasio, it means the seal who proved that is true teaching of the Buddha. Without this seal, this may be a distort Buddhism is not so the first Damasio is impermanence. So impermanence is the truth. You cannot deny. The second truth is no separate self. Every self is the coming of many, many, many other elements. And so there is no eternal soul. There is a mind who are flowing, 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 and changing, and flowing, and growing, or diminishing, but is not the same. And that is uh, no self. Yesterday you see the Mark River, or the Seine River, and you think that is the same Seine River, and the same Mount River, but 20 years later, the, the Man River, Sand River is still there, and you thought that Man River or Sand River are, imperm- uh, uh, are permanent. But it's not true, it's not the same river. It's billion, billion of drops of water have already run away, far away, it's this new one. And so the river of Man, river of Sand is not the same. And, and no, nothing have the permanent status, no permanent nature. You look deeply into the Magna River, you see that all the species in the man already change, all the drop of water already change, all the animal species in this river already change. So there is a, a continuing, the continuing continuum. And so it look like that. But uh, and there is a continuum, but there's nothing is eternal and and then separate and solid and immobile. No, your mind is the same. Your mind have this feeling following, but another feeling, another feeling, another this perception, another perception, another perception, another mental formation, another and so everything is a stream of flowing. And if you think that there is a mind, separate, immobile, certain, that is, you are, you are caught in the heretic thinking. Heretic thinking is, uh, is, uh, if you think that when you die, and then you are still there, exactly the same, that is a wrong thinking, called a nihilism. And eternalism, eternalism. And when, but if no self is truth, because you don't have a separate self, immobile self, but you are, you are caught 
in the heretic thinking that everything is there, so little. But the other thing is if you think that when you die, that nothing remains. And that is also wrong thinking. Because men, when you die, nothing remains. So they call nihilism is wrong. But eternalism is also wrong. Both are wrong. But no self is in the middle of that. It's not the same, but it's not different. And if you believe there is a soul, eternal soul, uh, is wrong. But if you think that when you die, there's nothing left, it's also wrong. So in the, in the between, there is something, but not exactly the same. It's changing, it's changing. And even when your body dies, there's many things continue, but changing, changing, changing. And so if you look in the nature, you observe by yourself. You don't need to believe on the Buddha. You have to look deeper and deeper and deeper and you discover by yourself. And so the, that the first Damasio is impermanence. The second Damasio is no self. And the third Damasio is Nirvana. Nirvana is the extension of on the mold, on the on the 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 category of mind that you try to put in, you see the flowing. You see the flowing. You accepting as it is. It is flowing, this is changing, but this this is a continuum. So nirvana is the extension of on the category of mind that you put the phenomena inside that. And so you, in phenomena world, you can see that there is coming, going, but, but, um, but if you look deeper, you see that the nature of everything is no, no coming, no going. It manifests, but it's changing, changing, and, but continue. Continue and then, but nothing die. The three year old boy die, but this give birth to the four year old boy, five year old boy, 25 year old boy, still alive. And so there is a continuum changing, changing, changing. So there's no birth, no death, because birth is when nothing you become something. And that, when you are something, you disappear. That is wrong thinking. So, and you see things, sometimes it happens, sometimes not. But you think, you look deeper, and you see that birth and death are only the continuum of this one is born, this one die, and give birth to another one, and the other would die. And then, in Plumbele, we used to say that a cloud, a cloud that is, is not coming from nothing, and the cloud do not come from nothing. The cloud come from vapor of water, from and plus a little bit of cold air, and it make it look like the floating cloud. But the floating cloud cannot die, because... Uh, 
when the cloud is no longer there, you see that the cloud is dying because you don't see the cloud. But there are still snowing, flowing, and there is icy drop of water, hell. And then you can see the stream of water underneath. And then, and so the, the cloud do not die, it's become snow, it's become stream of water. It's be enter into a flower, it's become a rose. And then you look, look at one thing, you can see the quality of impermanence is changing, changing. The quality of non-self is coming and continuing. And nirvana is the third damasio. The third damasio is, is you extinct on the notion on birth or death and, and and so you extinct on the notion and you taste the reality as it is the reality is like cloud the reality is like rain the reality is like like creek of water that flower who impregnate with water and so on and so in in the mothers and the, the law on mothers and energy, they said that the mother and energy you cannot you cannot create, but you cannot destroy. When that mothers that mother disappears, become energy, or this energy disappears, become. And um, the the scientists Lavoisier have said that nothing is born, nothing die. They die in this matter to become another kind of matter or they die this matter in and transform into energy and that energy seems die but transform into mothers and everything is transforming but nothing die and that is Lavoyer said we can create more matters or we can create more energy and we can create more energy from that energy and so there is a continuum of changing, changing. But the matter will never die. The energy will never die. You will never die. The cloud will not die. never die. But you will never die. Your mother will never die. No one will never, will never die. This is a continuum. And something visible, sometimes not visible with your the frequency of your eyes. And so, so there is transmigration, the changing, but that continuum, continuing changing. And nothing is permanent. Nothing is separate, isolate self. And so when you have some, some chemical reaction, so we put something and put another thing and then it disappears. And you have the impression that, oh, that matters will not exist. But they change into another matters. And it's the same for electron. It's the same for particle in physics. And when the number of, of these matter enter into that reaction, and then they will appear again in other form. There's nothing changed. They change, but there's nothing lost.
And that is why the scientists have said, have, have discovered the theory, the, the formula that there's nothing born, nothing die. It's just a trans transformation. The, the, the nature of the world, of the nature is, is no birth, no death, no coming, no going. And so there is no existence, no non-existence. And then because in the discriminatory of mind, we try to, to distinguish here is existence, here is no existence, here is birth, here is death. But in reality, there is nothing from... So the, the reality transcends the notion of being born, the notion of death, being death. And nirvana is the extension of all this notion. And you are in touch with what? What continuing of life? So-called life, so-called death. And then you are in touch with that continuum in your body, in your feeling, in your perception, in your step. And and then and the energy is also so the in 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 Buddhism we the Buddha said that there is a three Dhamma seal. Without that seal if you give a speech but if you are caught you do not reveal this three seal is not Buddhism. This could be the teaching of Upanishad or other things. But so the, the first Dhamma seal is impermanence, the second seal is no self. There is there is no separate self. Eternal, no eternal soul, no eternal person, not even eternal God. And so we, the, so, so the third one is Nirvana, the extension of all this notion. And so when they said that there's no birth, no death, that is very scientific. And the scientists have seen that, but they don't put that into their own life, their own behavior with their family, with their society. They, they only can discover that on the notion of no birth, no death, of energy and matters. But some scientists before dying, he also is afraid to die. Because he do not see that the conservation of energy, you become something. This, you are no longer in this body, but you will be manifesting in many other wonderful things. If you keep your mind wonderful, stable, happy, no fear. If you are in this, you are no longer this body, you will manifest again in a wonderful other body and other things. In the sutra, there is one part who said something about nirvana. And this sutra enumerate a number of names of, of nirvana. La. Yeah. 
The, the first one is the truth. The second name of the nirvana is the other shore. Nirvana is the first one is the truth. The second one is the other shore. I mean, we are from the shore of confusion, fear, etc. You go to another shore. It's mean the shore where you extinct all the worries, anxiety. You are together. You are one with the reality. And you are one with the reality. You have solidity. You have freedom. But in this short, you are worried. You are angry. You are, you are hurt. You feel that you are humiliated, etc. But you decide to go to the other shore. You are free. You are free. You are lost. You are miserable. But you decide to step into the other shore. You step. You, you let go your past. You let go your worries about the future, your expectation in the future. You stop into the other shore, the shore of freedom, the shore of where you have solid, where you are solid, where you are free. Because you don't want to go to step to the other shore. The other shore is here and now. If you decide to step to the other shore, you just stop. And when you step to the shore, you let go your worries, your anxiety, you let go your fear, you let go the expectation. You go to the other shore, you decide to be free, to be fresh. Like, for instance, you are angry at your partner, your girlfriend or boyfriend. And did you want to say one sentence to make him hurt? You want to make him or her hurt? And then, and you think that you speak that sentence, she will suffer, he suffer, and you are happier. But in fact, when you speak something, and he suffer, and you also suffer. But if at that moment you are in this shore, but if you decide to go the another shore, you say that. And if you go back to your in breath and out breath, and you say that, you are stupid to think that you are making yourself suffer and making her or him suffer. So you wake up and you decide that to step in the other shore. You're breathing in with mindful, mindfully. And when you have mindfulness, you have concentration. And if you have concentration, you look deeper and deeper and you see that. And, and the, the, the inside, the vision, and the deep vision is nothing far away. The inside is nothing difficult. And then you say that we live how many years in order to make other sufferers like that? And you have that high understanding. Why? How many years I live again more in order to make her suffer, to make him suffer? How many years who remain to us? And then you decided, no, I will not make him suffer. I will not make her suffer. So you step right away to another shore. And the other shore, you don't think that other shore is, you have to take the TGV to go far away. You only need to step to the other shore. Release your anger. Release the idea to make her or him suffer. It means unthinkable. It means thinkable. But unthinkable. Nirvana is unthinkable. You don't need to think. Don't try to think. 
you you taste that you feel that you don't think nirvana is the extension of all the notion like birth death coming going that is not nirvana nirvana is the extension of all this notion coming going is total freedom is is equal to god with a with a big g big g it means not a human beings that is this extension of on the notion and then in christianity sometimes there is a expression resting in god resting in god it mean you are in that situation of releasing on the notion of punishing uh, compensate and so on you are totally resting in god you are totally resting in the freedom in the solidity in the big huge compassion and light and release on the suffering so resting in god resting in nirvana no fear no no fear no birth no death no coming and going if the water can come back to itself and the water know that coming is a big wave or coming as a small wave is also water and the wave can have the birth and the death the high and the small wave but the water is the same small wave is also water big wave is also water and then you are already water you are not afraid of anything coming so resting in god the you are resting in god and the wave are resting on the water if the wave only see that the wave have the birth the death the coming the going but if the wave know that the wave is a water and the wave have no fear and so is you can see that this body and other body is only wave and you rest in that being that big ground of reality no birth no death and bhagatting is unthinkable you cannot think undiscussable you cannot discuss about about nirvana and om is peace is um, tranquility and mean peace and om means safe safety That is an island, a dipa, that Sanskrit term. An island, island in a in a in a very turbulent ocean, but you have a safe island. Remain in the turbulent ocean, so you you have that island in you. And you live in this life like in turbulent ocean, 
and then you have to remember that you have that the last period of his life uh, the buddha know that at this very old age he think that one day i will no longer in this body and so he go to each center and he ask he teach that teaching please don't take refuge in me so called gotama buddha or anyone you take refuge in the own island of yourself the own island of yourself is start by your in breath and out breath and in breath and dissociate yourself with only fear worry and anxiety and more you dwell in that island of yourself the in breath and out breath dissociate yourself with all this fear the dispersion this notion and that island will will grow and grow and grow and that is the self island of yourself and make you safe even even life have up down coming going gaining loss losing but you dwell in the island of yourself and you are safe and don't believe on me don't believe to any god don't believe to any big teacher the greatest teacher is you the island in yourself the peace in yourself so in a winter retreat this winter retreat we have using one sentence there is no way to be, there is no way to nirvana nirvana is the way there is no way to be, nirvana nirvana is the way so the the the, the convention on truth it means there is you different from me we are european we are different from asian we are so there is in that we call phenomena truth in the relative the convention on truth there is different there is discrimination there is but if you start to enter into nirvana it means the extension of all these notion i am you i am one with my good friend but i'm one also my bad friend i'm one with the one i love i'm one with those i don't love i try to live in the way that is inclusive to be one with all and there is no way to nirvana nirvana is the way extinct on this uh, this notion of judgment and try to look deeper and to include to include them so there is four noble truth the ill being and then the second truth is the on the cause of ill being on the cause of suffering and then and on the cause of suffering and then there is the third truth is the absence of of ill being it means uh, the happiness and then the fourth noble truth is the path to lead you to happiness so so when you see these four block you see like this four different thing like uh, suffering is different from the cause of suffering and different from the happiness and different from the way to lead to happiness so 
So the way to lead you to happiness is the eight noble truth path. Eight path, eightfold path. Yeah, eightfold path. And so chan kiang mean right view is right view is mean the view that help you to be in the phenomenal truth to reach the ultimate truth. To, and if from the phenomena conventional truth you reach the ultimate truth it tends to the practice of mindfulness to dwell in the present moment to get deeper, deeper vision you have more concentration you have deep vision and when you have deep vision you see that everything are one inclusive wholeness and so so that so you use mindfulness in order to be more concentrated and more concentrated you have right view and to have right view you have right thinking right speech right action right livelihood and right delusions and so that is the path the eightfold path it means eight practice eight correct practice Eightfold path, but with the path of eight correct practice. And so if you go deep into the wisdom of adaptation, it means, uh, you know, from the, they usually write the Z on the board, the, the first line above is mean the relative truth, the relative truth where you are different from me, I am different from others, but uh, the low line is the ultimate dimension where we are, we enter our, we are one, everything is in the one there is no discrimination and so the line who link from the relative truth to ultimate truth it means the interbeing the non discrimination and usually in Plum Village we use the illustration of the sheet of paper there is a recto, there is a verso but it looks like a like that different here is recto, here is verso. But when you take the recto outside of verso, it's impossible. You take the verso outside of the sheet of paper, it's impossible. They are both, they are two names. They have, they, they look different, but they are one. Without that one, without recto, no verso. Without verso, no recto. And so, the, the, the way to touch nirvana is also nirvana. So we can say that there's no way to nirvana. Nirvana is the way. When you say like that, you are on the dimension of ultimate truth. Even you are on the path. So because you are angry at him, at her, and then you want to be nirvana, and so you start to non-discrimination. Okay, she's me, I'm him. There's nothing to be angry at. And then slowly, you are already, but you are training. You are already on the way to Nirvana.
the five mindfulness training that you receive when you go to Plum Village after a retreat at the last day of the retreat people used to take the five mindfulness training that is a kind of the manifestation illustration concrete of the way of the way to go to Nirvana the first training is to respect life to respect life it's not life of human beings but life of own species on earth the practice of unharmed people non-violent unharmed people and that practice you work you you do in your way you do everything in life in the way that not create too much of harm to species on earth hmm. and you try not to harm human beings but other species on earth too and uh, human beings animal plant and mineral that is the first training respect life of own species on earth the second training is to practice true happiness how you have true happiness and true happiness is not a gift that people give you not because you have a lot of money a lot because you have a lot of um, property a lot of power a lot of reputation but it's not about sex about everything sometimes they they search for that but they lost everything body and mind and we know very well that the So happiness is not made by craving reputation and but but true happiness is you have ability to understand and to love and when you understand you love you are you will not take away what is belong to others you will not deprive others of what they they are enjoying and then And so when you walk, you walk in such a way that make you happy. When you sit in a way that you are happy. When you eat, you eat in a way that you are happy. And when you when you work, you are also happy. And and the heart of happiness, the art of happiness, happiness to you, happiness to people around you, and that you need to train yourself. With mindfulness, with concentration, with deep vision, you always can have that art of happiness. You can have yet happiness when you speak to a person. You speak to a to a colleague, to a client, or to a sister and brother in the same community. And There is a way that you are happy and she is happy, he is happy. And wa- 
the, the third mindfulness training is a true love. True love. True love is, we know that sexual, sex is not love. True love start when there is more understanding, more understanding of the joy, more understanding of the suffering, of the difficulties of others. And you have to train yourself to remove, transform her or his difficulties and bring more joy, more understanding, more deep listening of his suffering and try to help him to to neutralize, to undo the suffering. And then that is true love and true communication. And the thought mindfulness training is listening and speaking. You have to listen in the way that you are in the feeling, the difficulty of others. But try to be free from that and help him to transform. And then you speak in the way that help him to see clearer, but in a more easy way, and so on. And so the fourth and the fifth training is the consumption. Consumption of your body and consumption of your mind. Consumption of your body is you choose a healthy food and not to damage to your body, but the consumption of your mind is come from the, your five sense organ. What you look is on kind of consumption. What you, you, you feel by your nose, your tongue, your body is also consumption. And so the, that we call sense impression is the, the consumption of your mind. Sense impression. And so you are in touch with all these uh, kind of food by your five sense organs. And the, the, the Tunim Tuk, another food, a kind of food that we call the deep will, the deep desire. So sometimes some deep will of somebody is want to be very renowned, uh, very famous. But there are those who have the deep desire is to become very helpful, to become of service of as much as they could. That is we call bodhicitta, the mind of love. But that that food called or the will to retaliate to finish is also a kind of the third kind of food. And the fourth kind of food is thuk thuk, is the environment, the collective. Uh, food, it means uh, you live in the society where people are very violent, unkind to each other, so you are consuming every day this collective food of anger, irritation, jealousies, and discrimination. But if you live in an environment where everybody is listening to each other, looking deeply, enjoying, and trying to touch what is positive, that is a kind of food, the fourth nutriment that uh, that you need to be mindful. So you have to be mindful of four kind of food, four kind of food. The first food is edible food, the food you eat by your mouth. The second kind of food is impression by the five sense organs. The fourth kind of food 
the third find of kufur is the will, the will to retaliate, or the will to of service, and then the fourth nutriment is the environment, the collective food, would enter into your consciousness, even you don't want it, but it's enter, it's enter. So that is the fourth kind of nutriment you have to be mindful in order to consume properly. And so, when they arrive. When you, you have own kind of food to enter in your store consciousness. And in your store consciousness is come up every moment. And in, there is one species on earth called the ruminant. I mean, the cow, the buffalo, they ate first and then they bring out and they eat again, again. They chew again this, uh, this uh, herb, this um, vegetable. So you too. You consume a lot of violent anger, and then when you sit down and then you ruminate again, you bring back your anger, your irritation. Your, so so you continue to consume, consume, consume by eating on this irritation, eating on this stress, this worries, this anxiety. Don't behave like a ruminant, like that cow or that buffalo who bring your unhealthy food to. Shoe again. So, the fifth training is the, the training not to shoe again on these bad things, to shoe the four nutriments properly. And so, if you use these five training with mindfulness, with concentration, with, um, with the insight, and then every minute will be happiness. Every minute will be liberation. And so nirvana is the, the world of bliss, of joy, of peace. And that is the extension of all the notion you are in nirvana. And nirvana is not something that you die in order to enter. You are in the nirvana right away. You are already in the kingdom of God right away now and here. You are on the pure land of the Buddha here, here and now. And so, so, so there is so many names for, for Nirvana, but I give only five because if noise will be confused for you. So that is the truth. That is uh, the other short. That is, uh, and so, you have to taste, like somebody described to you, how the kiwi tastes. You said, not a little bit like orange, no. It's a bit like mango, no. But the best way is you, you have one piece of kiwi in your mouth and you know right away that what means kiwi. And so nirvana is the same. I, it's no use for me to give you all the name, like the other shore, like the truth, like, um, unthinkable, Etc. But the you have to taste, like you have to taste the kiwi. No need to use all these vocabulary to describe nirvana. No word to describe the kiwi. You just taste the kiwi. Or if somebody said, "How it tastes the mango," and those who never taste the mango said, "Oh, mango is like that, like that, like that." The best way is to taste. Put the piece of mango in your mouth. It's the same. 
You have to taste yourself. Nirvana, extinction of all these things. No way to nirvana. Nirvana is the way. So you are a practitioner. You already have a nirvana. It depends on you if you decide to taste nirvana or not. Is is available? If you have you practice five mindfulness training properly, and every step you make the you step into the other shore, the shore of safety, the shore of of freedom, the shore of non-discrimination, and you practice the five mindfulness correctly. And then you already taste the nirvana. It's nothing very vague, very far away. You don't need to die in order to enter into nirvana. Nirvana you can taste now and here. You live in mindfulness. And you live deeply. The present moment, the present moment, first your mind is this first thing of that, 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 that. You bring your mind back to the present moment. You stay in, in the present moment. You look deeper in the, in the present moment. And then you discover so many wonderful things. And you can taste nirvana. You have that safety. You have that calm. You have that solidity. And then you can help others. You only can help others when you have that peace, that calm, that solidity, that freedom in order to be able to help other person. It's about about 30 years ago there is one man who came I stay in the airport I stay in the airport of Hawaii Honolulu, somebody came to me and asked, Who are you? You, you, who are you? You learn which kind of spiritual tradition. And I asked him why you ask like that. And he said that because I see the way you walk is so different from others. The way you walk is so peaceful so relaxed and he can feel he only come to approach me to ask because the way he see me walk that's all that's all I didn't give any speech I didn't give any conference but every step I made so every step you made you can create understanding and you give already joy to people. I remember one day our delegation went to mainland China. We arrived to a kind of tourist site called Butaisen. It's a place where they be, became, um, because where the Manchu tree Bodhisattva remain. And they said that the, the, the path to lead to the top of the mountain is very high and you make 1,080 steps and when you arrive there and then you are lost upon your 
so tired to exhaust. But before climbing 1080 steps, I gave the instruction. Yeah. I told them, you breathe, and then you make one step, and you relax, and you make another step, and then you make another step, and you relax. You enjoy the present moment. You go back to the present moment. You have mindfulness. You have concentration on your step, and you have to deeper in your step and what happened in you and around you. And so I gave instruction clearly. And then we are walking, a delegation climbing 1,800 steps to go up to the place of Manchustri. And so the tour guide woman, she is She's not satisfied, and she let many people, thousands of them, and then she took the flag, and she climbed very quick, quick, quick. But she forced, but we know, we continue to walk relaxingly. And I said that you have to walk behind me, and then you are a guide, so you have to follow me. And so we climb about 10 steps, and we sit, and we turn back and we look downstairs and then we breathe and we smile. And then because she's a tour guide, you have to listen to the tourist. Yeah. So even she guide, but she have to accept what we propose. And after 10 steps and then... Uh, and more you go high, more you sit down, and when you look around, and then we don't need to arrive. Every step we arrive. We arrive to peace. We arrive to stillness. We arrive to solidity. We arrive to, to freedom. And then, and then she's forced to do why the other tour guide read the tourists go up there and they breathe. And then, and when you arrive, yes, everybody is so happy and so free and so, yeah, no, no, no tiredness at all. Nobody is tired. And, and then we met with the monk and we said that, ah, are you a Manchu tree? And he said that, no, I'm only the dog of the Manchu tree. <laughs> Because they said that when you climb up and then you met with Manchu Sri, and I'm only the dog of Manchu Sri, but but that day the tour guide told another tour guide, but she spoke in Chinese and she thought that nobody understood Chinese, and we have one sister who is Chinese, also know and understood everything. And Sister Vien Quang and Vien Quang report the 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 two guy report to his. This this monk is very very loyal. It means very um, so so so. I don't know the word loyal. It's with a lot of interest, but a lot of yeah, very impressive. I let thousands of people, and they are very tired, but 
We climb 1,800 steps and we feel so fresh and so free. He's really great. He's really impressive. Like I mean, great and impressive. And then I will, and then she has to tour guide, but she has to work with the spire of the country in order to know the foreigner what they are planning. And so she wrote down everything. I make the report already for the, my boss, but I will not, I will not give to my boss right now. I need to stop my photocopy um, book uh, shop to photocopy book in order to make a zero copy photocopy before I give to my boss because what he said is so great and so impressive. It's so helpful to me. And so I need to keep a copy for myself. And so is what Sister Vieng Quang report to us. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe great and impressive. So every step can bring mindfulness, concentration, joy. So you come to Plum Village, at least you know that walking with mindfulness, with concentration, and with insight, deep vision. One day I came to Italy. The 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 Plum Village delegation have also one day of visiting um, many many big city, and they also help us to go to Venetia and a beautiful city, Italy, and they have a good tour guide. She knew, the tour guide knew very much that that monument is coming from. Uh, When she talked, we just walked, and we walked, we enjoyed. And she was shocked, and she said, and then we walked, and at the end, she's so relaxed. And then she came to Plum Village and received my five mindfulness training. <laughs> and she said that nowadays when I, I guide. And Dangim, Dangim is also a tour guide. Um, and then Dangim is also cook for me in Colorado, and then one day she cooked something so fragrant, and so that night it attracted one um, bear, one bear, one bear, so filled the attraction of good food. And so the bear come, he opened the door of the kitchen, and, and he climbed, because the smelling is so good. The smell is so good. And then I sleep not far from that, another cabin. But the two sisters live in the kitchen. There is two rooms. And then the bear enter. And Dangim woke up. And she said, Who? Who? Make noise in the kitchen. And she's afraid. Who are you? Who make noise like that? 
and, and she saw that someone enter by the by the window, and then when she put the light on, and then she saw a, a, a bear, and she's so afraid and they locked the door and cannot sleep. That is YMCA Estes Park in Colorado. And Dangim was a tour guide and also this thousand of people attend. And so I stay in the forest, in the cabin in the forest. That morning the young sister Twing Min and Dangim and I said, Oh, so fortunate that they don't eat my <laughs> my two uh Spiritual daughter, if the, fortunately he didn't eat my, my disciple, or maybe if they eat you, I have to go to the forest to search for them. Give me, <laughs> give me my daughter. And maybe the, the, the bear said that, oh, I already ate. Now I can give back. And I said, give back my disciple. <laughs> and the, the bear would say that, oh, Maybe, maybe I can be monastic to replace. <laughs> and he said that it's too dangerous. If you had, you, 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 you shave your head and then you, you can eat other, all these disciples of me. So <laughs> Dangim uh, is a very good monastic and she's in, 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 United States, and she's now back in Vietnam, continue to take care of young sister.